Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. Yes. This is the next generation of talk. Now, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. Oh, Nikki Haley's lost the Koch brothers. Not good. Oh, not good at all. She's lost the Koch brothers. They've decided it's not worth any more writing the checks. Not good for Nikki. It's over. It's over, Johnny. Nothing is over. No, it's really, really over. It's really over for Nikki. Welcome to the show. Glad you're here today. 855-839-1210. It's been over for a long time, though, for her, hasn't it? On Twitter, at Rich Zioli. Thank you for being here today. Big show for you. Thank you for uh, <coughs> excuse me, tuning in for CPAC last week. We had a lot of fun on our road show. Had some great interviews, and I appreciate you listening. And we'll be posting a lot of those podcasts for you and clips and all kinds of great stuff. So pictures on Instagram. <coughs> excuse me. And... Um, a lot of fun. So there you go. Uh, RNC Chair Ronna McDaniel is out. Good riddance. Goodbye. She's stepping down. And farewell. Farewell. Goodbye and good riddance. And that's the end of that. Uh, now we have a chance to have a real change, I think, which is a, which is a good thing. Uh, and the Veep Stakes, Vivek Ramaswamy and Christy Nome. Tied at CPAC in the straw poll for the Veep Stakes. Obviously, Tulsi Gabbard came in third, followed by Tim Scott, Byron Donalds, and uh, we'll see. 
But Trump is the nominee. I mean, he's been the nominee for a while. I've told you for a long time that Trump is the nominee. I've been telling you for months and months and months that the race was over. And yet Nikki Haley still won't acknowledge that fact. She's still staying in the race, vowing to stay in. At what cost? The cost to the Republican Party is what the cost is, as now the no labels crowd is flirting with Nikki. Oh, and Governor Josh Shapiro exposes the fact that he's just another Democrat hack. You know, he tries to be this Mr. Moderate guy, but you got to hear him over the weekend with Jen Psaki going on about how the Republicans are all the party of extremists and blah, blah, blah. It's like, hey, dude, it's your party that is the reason why we have a literal invasion going on the southern border. And it's your party that's the reason why we have so much crime in Philadelphia, your city, and fentanyl killing people, your city. That's part of your state, Governor Shapiro. So Shapiro's just a hack. We've always known that. But he's playing the, the, the game. And this is what these Democrats do when they have national ambitions. You know, they, they go from trying to be the reasonable moderates to exposing their true colors because it's the only way to win in a Democrat primary is to be, be, be nuts. I mean, well, we saw this with Cory Booker, too. You know, Cory Booker, all those years, he was mayor of Newark, New Jersey, was all in on school choice, Count Grant Sangelis, Spartacus Booker, and the Tears of Rage Band, and then decides to run for U.S. Senate and embraces all the crazy policies, embraces the teachers' union, and becomes one of the biggest, biggest critics of school choice. So this is the game that these people play, and, you know, they're such frauds. Uh, Biden is going to visit the uh, border on Thursday. I don't know if he'll be able to find it this time, but he's going down to the border. Trump's going to visit it as well. Biden is claiming now that he still needs executive power, although now he's saying he's going to do some executive actions on the border. He's got all the power he needs. I told you this last week. I've been saying this for a while. Biden's got all the power he needs because he undid everything that Trump did on the border on his first day in office, just like he reversed the Keystone XL pipeline. I mean, the early actions of this president and when he first got there were to undo what he did, what President Trump did on the border. Now, look, maybe Biden will go down to the border and he'll agree that we need alligators. Radioactive alligators is the only chance we have to save our state, save our country. Probably not, because the policy of this administration obviously is open borders. And we see that in every action that they do. And the reason for that is because of the uh, craziness of the left and they want open borders. So that's the bottom line. Democrats are trying to find a way to disqualify Donald Trump. If he wins the election, they're still trying to do this. You want to talk about election denialism? See, I think Trump wins. I, I do. I think he wins. I think he's going to be the next president. I think he's going to win Pennsylvania. I think he's going to win the crucial swing state of Pennsylvania. I got a lot of assurances from the Trump people when I talk to them at CPAC. He is going to spend a lot of time in PA. He'll be on this show and he's going to give it all he's got in Pennsylvania. And this time, we're not going to let them cheat. I, I, they're they're going to try. I mean, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, when I say cheating, I mean, they are the ones who cheated in a big way. I mean, not counting all the dead people that vote always in Philadelphia and just your usual Democrat cheating. But the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, when they decided to ignore the legislature and extend the time, matter, and place of the election by saying, hey, listen— your ballots, they don't have to be postmarked. Don't worry about it. Can't read the postmark? Ah, forget about it. Don't worry about it. And that case is still now going through federal court, whether or not the ballots actually have to have a date on them, which is kind of a crucial thing. 
But the Democrats don't want anybody to be able to have their ballot disqualified if they're filled out improperly because only a moron would fill out his ballot improperly. And that means you're voting for a Democrat because you're a moron. I mean, look, in this day and age, I'm sorry, but if you are voting Democrat with everything that's going on in this country right now, you're just not you're just you're just an idiot. I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, I'd love to be more bipartisan about it, but I can't be. I can't be. There's no way. You cannot look at what's happening in this country and think it's a good idea. So that means that you're a moron, and if you can't fill out your ballot properly and that ballot gets tossed, that's a vote for a Democrat because you're a moron. You couldn't figure out how to properly do your ballot. So they know that, and that's why they want to try to make sure that they can keep ballots counted even if they don't have the name, even if they don't have the, the date on them. And the, the reason why the date matters is because we know there are cases when they say, how many votes do you need? What do you need, 100, 150? And then suddenly those ballots just show up. Isn't that amazing how that works? They just kind of show up. You turn around and go, wow, I didn't realize they could just arrive like that after the, uh, the election day was over. But that's the game, and that's still what Democrats are trying to do. But now they have something else that they're looking to do, according to an article from The Atlantic. How Democrats could disqualify Trump if the Supreme Court doesn't. And what they're going to do is they're going to embrace election denialism. And they're going to invoke an insurrection. Look, everything we heard about the uh, January 6th Capitol riot, which was not an insurrection was that they were trying to undo the election results, try to stop Congress from certifying the election to then therefore send it back to the states. Now, as I've told you before, that would have been perfectly legal to do. Under the Electoral Count Act of 1876, Congress had the right to reject the results and send them back to the states. There's nothing illegal about it, and there's, there was nothing illegal for Donald Trump to uh, want Congress to do that or to encourage people to go and tell their elected representatives to do that. Now, the law that was on the books at the time, perfectly legal to do so. But we're told that that was the insurrection, not the kicking of the windows in the Capitol building and all the other stuff. But but the attempt to keep Joe Biden from being certified president was the insurrection. Well, House Democrats are planning an insurrection. House Democrats suggest that they might not certify a Trump win on January 6th. Near the end of the Supreme Court's oral arguments about whether Colorado could exclude former President Donald Trump from its ballot as an insurrectionist, the attorney representing voters from the state offered a warning to the justices, one invoking the January 6th riot that had set the case in motion. By this point in the hearing, the justices had made it clear they didn't like the idea of allowing a single state to kick Trump out of the presidential race, and they didn't appear comfortable with the court doing so either. Sensing that Trump would likely stay on the ballot, the attorney, Jason Murray, said that if the Supreme Court didn't resolve the question of Trump's eligibility, it could come back with a vengeance after the election, when Congress meets once again to count and certify the votes of the Electoral College. Murray and other legal scholars say that absent clear guidance from the Supreme Court, a Trump win could lead to a constitutional crisis in Congress. Why? Because Democrats would have to choose... Between confirming a winner, many of them believe is ineligible, and defying the will of the voters who elected him. The choice could be decisive. So the Democrats are already planning an insurrection to possibly now try to keep Trump from being certified as the winner in the presidential election. Why is that not a bigger story? Why is that not a more national news story that, hey, House Democrats are openly discussing having an insurrection? 
They're hoping that somehow they'll win the majority in the House or at least have enough votes to be able to keep Trump from getting certified as the next president when they meet to certify the results of the Electoral College in January. Last time I checked, that was the end of democracy. Last time I checked, that was the uh, the death of the uh, of the American dream. That's what I that's what I was told. That's what I was told. And yet here they are openly discussing it again. It's kind of like when those uh, you remember those uh, celebrities had their PSA that they put out, Martin Sheen and a bunch of others going on appealing to the electors of the Electoral College to vote for anyone but Trump. I remember this, too, because they kept saying over and over again, we're not telling you to vote for Trump. We're not telling you to vote for Hillary. We're not telling you. They say it over. They just keep repeating themselves. We're just saying don't vote for Trump. Don't don't certify the election results. Don't cast your vote for him. All those celebrities engaging in an insurrection, that was perfectly fine. Because, again, stopping Trump is the ultimate goal. If they stop Trump, well, then they're good. That's all they care about. The law be damned. That's why all their insurrection talk is BS. That's why none of it was ever real. But they're still openly discussing these things right now. And they're discussing these things right now because they know that Trump's going to win. Joe Biden's going to the border on Thursday because he's terrified of the fact that Trump's going to win. And he thinks that maybe this can turn things around. How's it going to turn things around by going down to the border and seeing the chaos that you've allowed, seeing the invasion? You told people to come to this country. You think that that's somehow going to turn things around for you? Oh, man, Democrats are having a major, major problem right now. They are seriously. And there's about to be a big uh, revolution in Michigan. Michigan Democrats are urged to vote uncommitted over Joe Biden. And that hack governor there's uh, Gretchen Whitmer was asked about it. And she said, yeah, no, it's a real problem. It's a real problem for Joe Biden if Democrats vote uncommitted. Because in the Michigan presidential race, it was... um, It was something that Trump won in 2016. They say Biden won it in 2020. But Trump is on track to win Michigan bigly in 2024. All the polls looking at Michigan are now looking like it's very much going to be Donald Trump. And that's why now the Michigan governor is terrified right now because you have a lot of Muslim voters in Michigan. Same with Minnesota, too. And they're worried now that because of uh, Joe Biden's stance on Israel, if you can believe that that's actually a positive stance on Israel, that these voters right now might turn around and just not vote for, for Joe Biden and then hand the election, hand the election to Donald Trump. But it's even worse because the primary in Michigan, which is tomorrow, which is coming up and Trump's going to win that primary bigly, could be a bad sign for Joe Biden in tomorrow's primary. A very bad sign. And even Governor Gretchen Whitmer was asked a question about this. And she says, and she admits, she's not sure how Biden will fare against a potential protest vote in tomorrow's primary. So I'll play that clip for you in just a minute. But keep in mind something about Michigan. And this is the old, uh, the old Rust Belt that we've always talked about. The head of the United Auto Workers, a uh, guy by the name of Sean Fain, who's a uh, Marxist, admitted that he knows a majority of his members are not going to vote for Joe Biden. He endorsed Joe Biden, but he admits a majority of his members are not going to vote for him. It's a real problem. See, these uh, a lot of these workers, these auto workers in Michigan, they understand how their jobs are at stake because this administration is doing everything it possibly can to kill the gas car. I shared with you a story on Friday about new EPA regulations that would essentially phase out gas-powered vehicles. I would make it that about six. 
97% of all the cars that are out there have to be electric. Well, it takes less guys and gals to build electric vehicles, and that's a problem. Now, if the market was doing that on its own, you'd have to say, well, you know, I mean, you got to adapt to the changing market, but it's not the market doing it on its own. It's government doing it. It's government pushing this. It's government that is creating this false market. So these auto workers are very concerned about their job, and they should be. And Michigan is a state right now where Biden could lose it. And if he loses Michigan and he loses Pennsylvania, it's game over. He's going to win North Carolina. He's going to win Nevada. Let's just look at the border. He's going to win those states. So in my mind, the two, the two money states right now are Michigan and Pennsylvania. I think Trump wins both. I really do. I'm looking at the numbers. I'm looking at the polls. I'm looking at what people are saying. I think he wins both. I do think he wins the state of Pennsylvania. Even Politico's Rachel Blade. Let's queue up this cut, Matt. Cut 12. This, this is Politico's Rachel Blade, Bade, who says Biden should be very concerned about this right now. And in addition to the protest vote that's coming on Tuesday against Biden because of his supposed support for Israel, even though I don't really see that support. But um, I think the bigger problem for Joe Biden is not a protest vote on Tuesday. I think the bigger problem is him losing in November. And a lot of this may be for the fact that a lot of these voters, they may just not, not, they may not vote for Trump, the ones that she's talking about, but they may just stay home. And if you combine that with something that I'll play you a clip from David Axelrod in a few minutes, what the acts had to say about black voters. Oh, and, and just as a side note, Trump made a comment about how um, a lot of black voters are voting for him because of his mugshot. And the corporate media is trying to spin that as some sort of a racist comment that he made. I want to make a point on this at the start of the show. In the mid-90s, we had the Clinton crime bill. You remember that, right? And it wound up disproportionately incarcerating black Americans versus white Americans because of their use of crack cocaine versus just cocaine cocaine, like Hunter's cocaine. So a white guy like Hunter would be less likely to face jail time than a black person who did crack. Newt Gingrich to this day says the crime bill was a mistake, but it was Bill Clinton who pushed it. And the Clinton crime bill was something that haunted America for a long time. Then Donald Trump came into office and he did criminal justice reform. It was a bipartisan effort. He signed the bill. He also commuted the sentences of a lot of black people who were in prison for drug charges that had they not been really charged with those particular types of drugs, they would have been out of prison a long time ago. President Trump's point about the mugshot is because the Clinton crime bill set up a justice system that was weaponized more against them for drug use than white people who use drugs. And that is that is a reality. That's a fact. And he's not and Trump's not saying that because he's racist. There are a lot of black voters out there who've been saying that very thing. Like, listen, you know, we have seen the targeting by the Department of Justice. We've seen this. So we get it. We understand now. Trump's point about his mugshot was no, wasn't racist about it. He did more for criminal justice reform than any other president has and tried to really undo the harms of that Clinton crime bill. I was fully supportive of the, of the uh, criminal justice reform bills that, that Trump pushed. He, I, the biggest opponents of it in some cases were Democrats and some conservatives, but it was a good bill. It wasn't perfect by any means, but he recognized how the disproportionate sentencing was a problem. And you have Bill and Hillary Clinton to thank for that. Remember, Hillary Clinton referred to black people as super predators back then. Super predators. Anyway, let's back up. Here's uh, Politico's Rachel Bade talking about Michigan 
cut 12. Cut Michigan this week. And progressives have been upset about Joe Biden's support of Israel, which we think there might be some sort of uh, ceasefire and hostage release brewing. They That state has the largest percentage of Arab American voters. Yeah. How concerned should the campaign be about this? Way more concerned than they currently are. Um, I actually talked to the leader of the abandoned Biden movement uh, on the ground there. He's a Palestinian American, knows folks who um, have had family members who have died um, during the bombardments in Gaza. Um, and he was a Biden voter. Just a few months ago, he had a sign, a Biden-Harris sign in his yard. Now he says he would sooner vote for, what did he say? Sooner vote for Mickey Mouse than mm. Joe Biden, even if it means voting for Donald Trump. So I think that mm. if you look at the numbers, one more thing, Martha, uh, Joe Biden won by 150,000 votes in Michigan. There are 200,000 Muslim or Arab American voters in Michigan. If he alienates all of them, Michigan is gone for him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Michigan is gone for him. No question about it. And it's not just that, but that just adds to it. Michigan is gone for him in that in that sense. I think there's other issues at play here, but it shows you how freaking nuts the Democrat base is. That by standing with Israel, supposedly, allegedly, they'll just stay home. I mean, this is a nutty party, kids. This is a nutty, nutty little party the Democrats have. There's nothing mainstream about it. You know, with that, actually, let's move over to Josh Shapiro, Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro. I want you to just keep in mind what you just heard about these voters in Michigan and how they hate Israel so much, and that's why they may not vote for Joe Biden. And then listen to what Josh Shapiro says as he craps all over Trump voters. The guy who at one point tried to say he was a different kind of Democrat, more mainstream Democrat, a Democrat of days gone by, you know, trying to embrace the Bob Casey, Ed Rendell era. But I always knew Josh Shapiro was a hack and he's going to show his hackiness at some point. And sure enough, he does. Talking with Jen Psaki. Take a listen. I mean, the Republican primary right now, Nikki Haley is running as a conservative. She's got quite a resume in many ways, Mm -hmm. yet she doesn't seem to be resonating with Republican voters. You're a savvy political guy. Why not? I mean, it's Donald Trump's party and it's an extremist party. And it is a party that has continually, at least in my home state since 2016, taken it on the chin. Everybody who's a Trump offspring or someone who tries to be a partial Trump or a half Trump, the way it seems like Nikki Haley is, continues to lose in Pennsylvania, which is sort of the ultimate swing state. And I think it's because folks want more freedom, not less. I think folks don't want the chaos of Donald Trump and his offspring the way they continually uh, bring that about. And I expect Pennsylvania voters to do their part to continue to protect and expand freedom and stand up against those extremists. Well, we're going to get into the politics of it. because. Yeah. So let's understand something here now. You're you're calling me an extremist. You're calling me and other Pennsylvanians or I'm, I mean, I'm a Jersey voter, but Pennsylvania broadcaster who support Trump. We're the extremists. Dude, it's your party that's freaking nuts. Your your president, your guy may lose Michigan because your people are so extreme. And the American people see that. You know what else the American people see? They see a party that is trying to destroy people's jobs with the green energy nonsense. They also see the invasion of the southern border. The man who was charged with the horrifying murder of a 22-year-old named Lakin Riley is an illegal alien from Venezuela who crossed the border in 2022 he lived in New York City, was charged with child endangerment, and then was released. And Biden has not said a word about this. Uh, Pennsylvania, hey, Josh, 
not for nothing, but we are a sanctuary city. Yeah. You remember it was Jim Kenny, your party, that declared Philadelphia to be a sanctuary city. Yeah. When he did the white man's overbite dancing in the hallway. New York City's a sanctuary city. New York State's a sanctuary state. So they never turned this guy, Jose Antonio Ibarra, over to ICE because they didn't want him to be deported, and now he's murdered somebody. So I, I'm sorry, but uh, it, this is you, – you can use Josh Shapiro. You can use the hacky, typical Democrat party line cliche that the Republican Party and Trump people are MAGA extremists, but – all it's doing is just showing people that you are a political hack. That's it. I'm just I'm, that's what it's showing people that you are a political hack. That's what you're just showing your curl, colors. I, I don't know if you think that that's going to help you get the, the to be the pick when Biden doesn't run. It's not. But even if it does, you've got big problems now because you've just insulted millions and millions and millions of Pennsylvania voters who voted for Trump and will vote for him again because he's going to win the state. But that's all right, Gov. You you go ahead and insult your own people. Why not? Go ahead. Knock yourself out. This is the big story of the day today brought to you by my buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria, VenariaDental.com, V-A-N-A-R-I-A, VenariaDental.com. Go see him today for your perfect smile. Here's uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, another person who's hoping that she'll get the, the, uh, the, the call from the bullpen, be called up to take over when Joe Biden can't run for president. She, of course, was a one of the absolute biggest tyrants during COVID, one of the worst, and a nursing home killer, much like King Philip the Unaccountable, the Love Gov, Gavin Newsom, Tom Wolf at the time, Rachel Levine. Anyway, here's Governor Gretchen Whitmer on the uh, the potential protest vote. In tomorrow's Michigan primary, cut 11. A second Trump term would be devastating, not just on fundamental rights, not just on our democracy here at home, but also when it comes to foreign policy. This was a man who promoted a Muslim ban. This is, I think, a very high stakes moment. I am encouraging people to cast an affirmative vote for President Biden. I understand the pain that people are feeling, and I'll continue to work to build bridges with um, folks in, in all of these communities because they're all important to me, they're all important to Michigan, and I know they're all important to President Biden as well. Sounds like you're um, preparing for a sizable portion of the vote being uncommitted and sending that protest message to President Biden. You know, Dana, I'm just not sure what to expect. I think, you know, this is our first time going this early in the process. There are a lot of pressures and you never know with the weather. You know, there are a lot of different things that can impact what happens on Tuesday. I do know that we've got about nine months until the general election and we are taking Michigan very seriously as as they should. Michigan's always a state where the election is close. Mm, you should be very worried because Michigan is purple. Representative Debbie Dingell admits that fact, and this is why I think Michigan should be very, very worried. But I'll tell you about that upon my return. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. we got a lot to chat about today. Super Tuesday is not that far away, but Michigan's tomorrow, and yet Nikki Haley is still staying in this race. Why? Why? Don't go away. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. Why Nikki Haley staying in the race, though? That is the question. Why? Why, 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 why? Welcome back. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210. On Twitter, at Rich Zioli. Uh, yes, there's some moves regarding NATO, which I'll talk to you about as well as the show goes on today. And there's also a question regarding more money for Ukraine. Victoria Newland of the Obama administration going on about why Ukraine needs more money. And then, of course, they're saying the quiet part out loud. The money is going straight to the military industrial complex. Have that audio for you as well. But let's think about Michigan for a moment, shall we? Let's think about Michigan and why Michigan matters, much like Pennsylvania. You got a lot of working people in these states. You got a lot of working people who have seen the effects of Joe Biden's economy. They've seen the effects of the invasion of the southern border. They're also tired of seeing our money going overseas. They're tired of it. Right now, in Michigan, Trump is beating Biden. Now, it's close, but he still has a lead in Michigan. The argument that you're going to hear from the corporate media on the left is that, well, as it gets closer, uh, people are going to change their minds. Why? Because Joe Biden is going to become even more demented and they're going to they're going to suddenly like the guy. I mean, Joe Biden's hiding his Easter eggs now and it's only February. It's the end of February. Thank God. I hate this month, but we're almost to March. My favorite month. But by the time September, October rolls around, Biden's not even going to. I mean, how's it? He, he can't debate. He can't get on stage. How is that closing argument going to be at the Democrat National Convention? How's that closing argument going to be when he stands up there and tries to give a speech? So I love the argument when people say, well, it's going to it's going to go it's going to go more in Biden's favor as voters tune in Well, they don't know who Trump is. They just haven't discovered the guy yet. When they really learn who he is, they're going to change their mind. Trump already won Michigan in 2016. 
And Biden's only going to get worse. You know, the, when you have these kind of conditions like Biden has, you don't get better as time goes on. You get worse. You wind up losing even more. It's very, very sad to watch. People who've had to deal with this within their family will tell you that. It's very sad to watch. Harvard-Harris poll in Michigan has um, uh, has Trump winning. I mean, all the, all the polls do. But here's the real problem. The real problem is that Michigan is exposing just the pure and utter lunacy of the Democrat Party right now. The pure and utter lunacy of the Democrat Party, where you've got Democrats now who may not vote for Joe Biden as a protest vote for his, in my opinion, weak support of Israel. And it's not they're not protesting because they want Joe Biden to be stronger in Israel. They're angry that Joe Biden's supportive of Israel at all. So they may not vote. And the threat, of course, is if you lose a state like Michigan, you win a state like and you lose a state like Pennsylvania, it's game over. It doesn't matter how many people come out in California. It doesn't matter how many people come out in these other places, but it does matter how many people stay home. Now, this is something David Axelrod, he made the point over the weekend about this regarding black voters. And again, CNN tried to bait him into saying, well, you know, Trump brought up the mugshot. So doesn't that mean he's racist? And I explained to you why it does not, because the Clinton crime bill was an absolute disaster for many people in the black community. And Trump undid a lot of that. He commuted people's sentences. He pardoned people. And he also signed into law a criminal justice reform bill surrounded by black leaders, surrounded by black uh, pastors. He also expanded funding for historically black colleges. He's not racist, but it's all right. I mean, let them go out and say that. By the way, if, if Trump picks Tim Scott or Byron Donalds, then remember what the media is going to say. It's Uncle Tim and Byron Donalds is a self-hating black man. They'll say these things because, of course, it's what they do. I'll also play for you a clip I have... Um, White guy, I have a white guy on MSNBC named John Heilman. White John Heilman, black splaining, white splaining to the black community about Donald Trump. I always love when people like that do that, when they white splain to the black community why they, they shouldn't like Trump. But anyway, Axelrod's point about black voters, and what's really troubling for Democrats is, and I think Trump's going to do very, very well. I, I think Trump's going to do very well, very well, black voters. But the problem for Democrats is, in addition to that, because Trump doesn't have to win the black vote. He's going to do very well. But a lot of them just stay home. They stay home. They don't come out to vote. And that is really a problem that they can't get over. Here's Axelrod. Take a listen. Should this be a legitimate concern for the Biden campaign looking at I, I think it should. Look, he's polling, uh, you know, 20, 21 percent among uh, African-American voters here. Biden uh, got 88 percent of that vote uh, back in 2020. And this is going to be a marginal race. So uh, this is a concern. And yes, uh, black men and particularly younger black men are the ones that are drifting away. Some may vote for Trump. Some may not vote at all. And uh, this, this has to be a concern uh, for the Biden campaign. Uh, Trump knows that. And, and I, by the way, I think it may impact on his vice presidential uh, choice. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about Tim Scott as a yeah. vice presidential candidate. I think if he picks Tim Scott, it's partly because he recognizes this would be helpful in kind of sealing in uh, that portion of the African-American vote that he now has. Yeah, or Byron Donalds, or it, even if he doesn't, I think, I mean, certainly I think those guys will help, but it's not just that. It's not just the identity politics thing. 
is that they know that Biden's policies have been a failure. And they've seen it firsthand. And they also see how the open border is a direct threat on their jobs. And like all people, they want to make sure that they can have a job. And also, too, don't forget something. A lot of black voters are conservative in their values. And they're tired of all the woke craziness of the Democrat left. In tomorrow's Michigan Republican primary, Donald Trump has the real clear politics average, has his lead at 51.7, 51.7. Now, remember, I told you at the start of the show, the Koch brothers have taken away their money from Nikki Haley. So no more Koch brothers checky going to Nikki. And yet Nikki stayed in the race. Nikki's staying in the race. Why is Nikki Haley staying in the race? Well, because you still have, even though the Koch brothers are not cashing their checks, um, other people in the establishment are, as the insurance policy. But she said, after she got crushed in her own state of South Carolina, the hubris came out and acted like she won. It's almost like an insane person, thinking that they've won when they haven't. But she vowed to stay in the race. Here's Nikki Haley from the other night, cut number three. I don't believe Donald Trump can beat Joe Biden. There are huge numbers of voters in our Republican primaries who are saying they want an alternative. I said earlier this week that no matter what happens in South Carolina, I would continue to run for president. I'm a woman of my word. You are a woman of your word. And thanks for reminding everybody you're a woman. Uh, Listen, you can have all the words you want. You're not going to win. And you're going to get crushed in Michigan tomorrow. It's going to be ugly. And you're going to get crushed in Super Tuesday. But you know what Nikki Haley is doing right now? She's flirting with the no labels crowd. Flirting with the no labels crowd. And I would not be surprised if she tries to torpedo Donald Trump's presidency. I really wouldn't at this point. There's so many Republicans that do not want this guy to win because they are being propped up by the military industrial complex. I'm going to play you this clip and I'll prove to you my point. I know you might doubt me sometimes. You never should because I'm rarely wrong sometimes, but rarely. But I've told you that the military industrial complex is what's driving the effort to stop Donald Trump. It's the same thing that was driving the effort in 2016. Same thing that was trying to undermine his presidency throughout his presidency. Hey, look, Dwight Eisenhower warned us about this, but they're not even pretending anymore. They're not even they're not even trying to hide the fact that all the Ukraine money, it's all going to the military industrial complex in the United States. So would I be surprised if Nikki Haley and the establishment still try to work to stop Donald Trump? No, because there's so much money we are talking about on the table here. They want 60 billion dollars. And as CNN They have this little clip here as they explain that money is going right into the pockets of the defense industrial complex industry. Take a listen. Uh, It it is. And I do hear you and the others in the administration. We gain a lot of intelligence from the Ukrainians. Uh, They have a special relationship that was reported in the New York Times just the other day uh, with the CIA. They also have relationships with the other U.S. intelligence agencies where they're providing very unique insights. So uh, this is basically an investment not only in the relationship with Ukraine, but also in our ability to secure NATO's eastern flank. Yeah, people forget, and we've known because of this Washington Post analysis for months now, uh, about 90% of this money 
money going towards weapons is actually coming back into the U.S. People think it just goes to Ukraine. It's not. This is where they're getting the weapons, so it also does contribute to the industry uh, here in the U.S. Cedric, thank you so much for taking us through that. We appreciate it. sure does. The military-industrial complex industry. So there's a lot of money at stake with this Ukraine stuff. Don't, Don't doubt me on this. This is why they want to stop Trump in a big way. And it means everything. I mean, Biden would keep it going. Nikki Haley would keep it going. Whoever Biden's replacement is will keep it going. And you have a lot of Republicans that want to keep it going. And the people that are driving this are the people that go out for the delicious steak dinners in D.C. You know, the cowboy steak, cowboy ribeye, bone in. Mmm, delicious. Tomahawk steak, carved table side. These things are not cheap, And it's driven by all the lobbyists, the lawyers, and all the other people who want to see this continue. Ukraine can't win. I've been through that with you. Ukraine cannot win this war. Russia's not going to stop. We can send $60 We can send $600 It's not going to change anything. And really, the only way to win is if the United States of America gets mobilized and, and actually fights a ground war, which, of course, I pray doesn't happen. But the American people would not stand for that. And even then, who knows what how wrong it goes. Could get very, very, very ugly. But let's not act like this money is really going to make a difference to Ukraine. It's not. It's going to make a difference to the military-industrial complex. Here is uh, Obama, the spokesperson, and um, again, one of the Bond villains controlling the strings here in the Biden White House, Victoria Newland, on why we need more Ukraine spending and how it's going to help the industrial, military-industrial complex here in America. Take a listen. Uh, It it is, and I do hear you and the others in the administration and supporters talking about the vital necessity to do this. But as people say, hope is not a strategy. And do you have any actual belief or reason to believe that eventually uh, this bill will be paid? And if not, how are you going to make sure Ukraine gets vital weapons and ammunition? Christiane, I have strong confidence that when the House comes back, after they've been out in their districts hearing from the American people, after they have heard from Ukraine, they have heard from Europe, which, by the way, just passed $54 billion in additional aid itself, that we will do what we have always done, which is defend democracy and freedom around the world, not just for victims of uh, tyrants like Putin, but in our own interest in preserving a free and open international order. That's what we need to do. We've done it before. And by the way, we have to remember that the bulk of this money is going right back into the U.S. economy to make those weapons, including good-paying jobs in some 40 states across the United States. Don't you love that? Government spending is good for our economy. It's a direct, it's a direct benefit to the economy. Right into the hands of the military-industrial complex. It's really... Look, you got to give these people credit for at least not pretending anymore. They just don't care. They just put it right in your face. Listen, there is a sensational sale happening over at Cherry Hill Volvo this month. How about a beautiful S60 courtesy Volvo for less than $29,000? Now, this is a beautiful, basically new car because it has less than 5,000 miles on it. Where else are you going to find a beautiful car like that for less than thirty grand? you are not. That's the bottom line. Cherry Hill Volvo, this is the opportunity. Luxury for less. Courtesy S60s, which means they're barely used. They're used for loaner cars, and if there's a valet service where they need to pick somebody up to bring them to get their car, they're kept in pristine condition. 
and they are selling right now for less than $29,000, but there are a limited number available, so please don't wait on this one. I drove the S60 for five months, and I loved it. Fast and safe. It's got all the latest technology on it. My kids said it looked like the Batmobile because it was in black, and it is a beautiful, fast car built in America at their plant in South Carolina. And right now, Cherry Hill Volvo is undergoing a massive renovation to their dealership in order to serve you even better. They are open, they have ample inventory, and they are ready to meet you today. Now is the time to get the luxury vehicle you deserve, a Volvo from Cherry Hill Volvo. It's a great time to visit with many incredible incentives available. So hurry to Cherry Hill Volvo to get the courtesy S60 Volvo for less than $29,000. Cherry Hill Volvo is the most accessible Volvo dealer to Philly and South Jersey right across the bridge and my great friends judith krupnik and yosef cohen and the entire team look forward to meeting you and taking great care of you don't miss out on the opportunity to have a brand basically brand new car for less than 30 grand twenty nine thousand dollars with less than five thousand miles on it the beautiful courtesy s60 volvo only at cherry hill volvo where relationships matter Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. Oh, yeah, a little poison, baby. Oh, yeah. Speaking of fallen angels, um, worth noting, by the way, and thank you to Matt DeSantis for sending this my way. According to Politico's best case calculations, Trump will have 1,215 delegates by March 19th, probably a little bit more. At that point, he'll basically clinch the nomination. And there is really no reason for Nikki Haley to stay in the race. And that could even happen prior to March 19th. But it's just important to note that because if Nikki Haley does stay in the race after Trump uh, clinches the nomination, you'll know the only reason why is because the establishment is so terrified that they want to keep her in as an insurance policy because they're still going to try some shenanigans at the convention. All right. I, have to, I went a little long there, so i got to take a – this will be short. But don't worry. We're coming right back. i got a lot more to get to, including Shane Gillis's triumphant return to Saturday Night Live. Is comedy back? A big win against cancel culture. Don't go away. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Just minutes to go ahead of Wall Street's closing bell. And right now, stocks are on track to end the day a little bit lower on some jitters ahead of a barrage of economic reports this week, including the Federal Reserve's preferred measure of inflation. Right now, the Dow, the Nasdaq, just down a small fraction. The S&P is down almost a third of 1%. Now, saying it would lead to higher prices for consumers... Lower wages and fewer jobs for employees. The Federal Trade Commission today filing a lawsuit to stop the proposed $25 billion merger of supermarket giants Kroger and Albertsons. The cable TV and broadband giant Charter Communications, the owner of Spectrum Services, now in talks to acquire smaller rival Altice USA. Sales of newly built homes edging higher in January, up 1.5%, but that was only half the increase expected. And today, Amazon finally became a member of the 30-company Dow Jones Industrial Average, replacing Walgreens. Tom Busby, Bloomberg Radio. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.